At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi everyone, this is Johanna Carroll. Welcome to Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. As you know, our show is all about keepers that are floating around the earth right now and some of them actually do have their feet on the ground and so i'm really excited about today's guest because we're really going to be talking about miracles a word that you know i don't think we've heard a whole lot about that lately so i want to tell you a little bit about our guest who is randy peiser she is the author of the power of miracle thinking the Write a Book Program, and Crappy to be Happy, or Crappy to Happy, <laughs> as featured in the movie Eat, Pray, Love, which I'm sure you're all aware of. Randy and her team of editors at AuthorOneStop.com edit and ghostwrite books, then Randy pitches them to top literary agents and publishers. So for those of you who have a book in there somewhere, you might want to check this out. Today, however, we're going to focus on Randy's book, The Power of Miracle Thinking, in which she interviewed over 40 people who experienced really amazing miracles. Based on what she learned by interviewing people for the power of miracle thinking, she's going to share with us today exactly what it takes to draw miracles into our lives. So without further ado, we want to welcome Randy Pizer to Dialogue with Divinity. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much. I'm happy to jump in. You know, it is a word that I, I don't, I don't know if people even believe in miracles anymore, and that that's kind of sad on some level. And so tell me, how would you define a miracle? I mean, I, I know what I think. I actually think people have miracles happening all the time, but they just don't recognize them. But what's your definition of a miracle? Well, the way I define a miracle is that anything that makes you say, that's a miracle, <laughs> anything that gets you that excited and you're, you think some, something in the universe just has to line up to make cer- a certain thing happen. To me, that's, that's what a miracle is. And when I was writing The Power of Miracle thinking, I was on a quest to discover, is there like a secret sauce or a formula for miracles to happen? And what I really wanted to know is what allows the doors of grace to open so mm. our miracles can flow to us? I feel that a miracle is part of our divine inheritance. So when you talk about opening a door, whether you want to call it the door to the Akashic Record, the higher self, God, spirit, universe, I think the main thing that that I love about your message, because I know for myself doing spiritual counseling for 30 years, I, someone would say to me, well, what are you selling, which sounds horrible to say that, is hope. And so I think the hope is a vision of a new world. And I think it's so important in this Aquarian age that that not even entitlement, but part of your divine inheritance is that miracles really can be part of your extraordinary and ordinary day. So knowing that you created this formula, this is, I'm assuming this is a formula that anyone can use, but how did you discover this for yourself? Well, I I interviewed so many people when I was writing The Power of Miracle Thinking, and I was looking for some common threads. And there were certain things that people said that just popped into my mind, and I just started applying what I was learning and seeing what are the results that happen. 
So, you know, I say we teach best what we need to learn. I wanted to know how to create miracles. And so that's how I came up with my formula. And it's actually a very, very fun and funny formula. Will you be sharing part of that with our listeners today? Hopefully, yes, sure. maybe a little bit. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to share the whole enchilada. <laughs> so how, I mean, first of all, how did, what, how did you find your miracle people? Just by happenstance, the universe placed them in your path. I'm really curious. Mainly, I looked into the eyes of various people, and I just saw a spark that was there. And that's truly how I chose. So it was people who had just a sense of flair, some kind of charisma or something, some kind of positive energy about them that really appealed to me. And I would just ask people outright, have you ever had a, a miracle happen for you? And so many people came that way. I mean, one time I was listening to a man who was about to play his guitar on, a, on stage, and he said, 14 years ago, I was given one day to live, and here I am now. So I knew people wow. like this, this is a miracle. What did he do that he feels influenced his miracle to happen? Do you think that, I, I love the the uh, whole vision of looking in someone's eyes because I know for myself, particularly when I go to the grocery store, and for those of you that are listening, you might want to try this. There's a wonderful teacher by the name of Paramahansa Yogananda, and he wrote a book many, 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 many years ago called how to be a smile millionaire. And he actually wrote it during the depression. And it was about, you know, like you talk about that spark, that inner light. And so what I do when I go to the grocery store, at least I try to really do this is when I'm walking down the aisles, I'll just look at someone and smile because I know that spark that you're talking about. I think it's really inside of everyone. Maybe people have more awareness but there, there are a lot of people that are just sort of walking around in automatic pilot, not really realizing that spark or that miracle that you talk about is there. And I do want to talk more about that, but we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with Randy Pizer and her story of miracles. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. 
Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sander Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. everybody. This is Johanna Carroll, and you're listening to Dialogue with Divinity, and we're going to jump right back into our conversation all about miracles today and how you can use this wonderful formula that our guest and author Randy Pizer has created. So do you think that humanity has sort of given up on the fact that miracles really are available to them? Well, I don't know if I can speak for every person on the planet, uh, there are still some of us who who are very intentional and focused mm-hmm. and who are willing to um, to work with these principles to create a life that matters. So relative to the formula, did you discover it conversationally? There were certain benchmark elements that showed up with the 40 people that you interviewed? Well, actually, it started with a dream I had. And in this dream, I saw the letters I-N-S. I-S-T, spelled out on the Scrabble board. I'm one of these like Scrabble fanatics <laughs> who loves wordplay okay. as I am a book editor. <laughs> but I saw the word insist. And I woke up asking myself, what is it that I'm absolutely willing to insist upon happening in my life? Because I know that whatever I insist upon happening, I am going to create. And nothing and no one is going to stop me. And we all have these places within ourselves, not in every circumstance related to our lives, but sometimes there are certain times when you just know that you know that you know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true, without knowing. (laughs) Right. So it's that sense of insistence. So I realized that was the first part of a formula that I figured out through my own life experience in which I asked myself, what is it I'm truly willing to insist upon happening? Okay. Now, I have a very dear friend named Norm, who I feature as one of the interviews in my book, and he said, the universe likes a really clear and good target. So I want to make sure when I'm insisting on something that my target is very, very clear as to what I am asking for. I've always felt that the clarity in, in teaching, you know, manifestation classes, which I've done for a long time, that the first law of manifestation is clarity of intention. You got to be super, super clear. And so I would agree with Norm, you know, you got to give it to me straight. So he told you that. And what was the next part of that? So then I realized the next part, I actually call this formula. Here's an easy way to remember it. It's actually an acronym. And I call it the Ruth IRA because we've all heard of the Roth IRA, right, you know, like right. a, a retirement plan. Well, my middle name is Ruth, Randy Ruth Pizer. I call this the Ruth IRA. So in the IRA, which is an acronym, the I stands for insistence. The R stands for resistance. And mm. so how resistance plays in our lives 
is that we're asking for the universe to send us something. We're clear on our intention. Yes, yes, I want it. I want it. But then we put up a hand. One hand is pointing towards towards us, like, give it to me, give it to me. And the other hand is a stop sign pushing it away, saying, I want it, but. Yeah, the but's a big one. Yes. So, like, wherever we hold those yes, buts, energy does not flow. It doesn't move forward. Mm -hmm. The universe says, give it to her, don't give it to her. And that showed up for me in terms of relationships. I really, really, really wanted a relationship. I want it. I want it. I claim it. I want it. Wait a minute. I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to have my heart cured. I don't want to be betrayed. And so all the buts started overclouding the yeses. And so we have, wherever you can recognize this pattern in yourself, yes, I want it, the insistence. And then notice, do you have resistance? And it's fine if you do, because I'm going to give you the last part of this formula, which really opens the doors for the energy to move forward, for things to happen that you really want. And this is the A in the Ruth Ira, in which I asked myself, what is it I'm truly willing to allow? Mm -hmm. So allowing is the third part of this formula. So when I asked myself in terms of relationship, what is it I'm truly willing to allow, I was able to say, well, let's see. I'm willing to allow a dinner with a new person. I'm willing to allow a phone conversation. I'm willing to allow maybe holding hands. And at the time, that was my safe and gentle comfort zone. So you're basically saying, I'm open to being receptive. I'll, I'll sort of open the door. Maybe I'll walk through it, but I'll definitely open the door. Yes, and in gentle baby steps. There are times when we take these big risks and that everybody says, you know, get out of your comfort zone and go for it. Yes, that works too. But there's also the very gentle truth, and it's your own truth. It's nobody else's truth in which you're asking yourself, what is it I'm truly willing to allow? And listening to your own answer and following that. And those baby steps start opening doors to to greater fulfillment. When you say the word allow, and, you know, we're talking about being open to being receptive, from a cognitive point of view, we're really doing a consciousness shift here on a paradigm, right? Wouldn't you say? I think in terms of the personal. So when you're talking about paradigm, you're going into an entire model for humanity. (laughs) I think we all have personal paradigms too, though, within the larger paradigm. I'm not trying to make this too complicated for people that are listening, but paradigm is a belief system. And I'm not talking about, you know, religion or politics. I'm really talking about your own private, unique, personal relationship with the divine, that paradigm, that, you know, that it should be this way. You know, I was raised on the East Coast, very strict, very traditional, very Catholic school, dot, 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 dot. You know, you had to follow the rules. And, you know, here I am, this spiritual rebel in this family thinking, this is not working for me on some level. So right then and there, for me anyway, I would say for people that are listening, it's kind of like what, what you're saying, Randy. you got to change something because, you know, if it wasn't – you. If it wasn't working before and you're doing the same stuff, it's not going to probably continue to work. So the whole Ruth Ira uh, formula of allowing is, is allowing also awareness on a more profound level. No. Um, I see that as different. Uh, an awareness is a, a thought about something, but it's not, it doesn't imply action. Okay, good. It yeah. just says to be aware of something, whereas allowing, you're, you're actually giving permission you're going to do something. To the universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And well, so. Good question. Um, you know, there's so many elements to this. We can have a lot of fun with it today. Um, what do you do when you get. So you so here we have the, uh, the IRA, insistence, resistance, and allow. So allowing is really applying the law of action. Okay. I'm going to give myself permission, like you said, maybe I'll let somebody hold my hand. I'll actually give myself permission to say to someone, you know, I think I'd like to meet someone. Are those the examples that you're talking about? Yes, exactly. They're they're simple baby steps. They're comfortable steps. Okay. All right. So 
what happens when a person gets stuck? You know, these 40 people that you interviewed, were you seeing any kind of a, a benchmark or a pattern? Uh, I talk about how to unstick stuck actually in my first book, Crappy Too Happy, the one that was in the movie Eat, Pray, Love that Julie Roberts told us. Yeah, and I love that. What I discovered about feeling stuck is it's actually um, a paradox. And it requires two different things at different times. To, so in order to unstick stuck, what I really recommend is creating actual physical motion, movement, dance, exercise, mm-hmm. fitness. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. that gets the body engaged helps to unstick stuck. That's half of the equation. The other half is sitting and stopping totally because stuck is often a time to just sit and reevaluate and literally come to a stop because you're already there. You've come to a stop. So I have found that both are actually necessary in unsticking stuck. And then there's a third part that I'd like to say. And that I believe that the universe, God, however we'd like to call it, puts us through what I call W-A-I-T, weight training. (laughs) And sometimes what we want has not yet, the people and circumstances have not yet aligned with with, um, where, where they need to be. Or there are lessons that we need to learn first in order to receive what it is we say we want. So yeah, I think the universe puts us through weight training. You know, and that's really, I think that's so good because I know so many people that are, you know, they're going to yoga and they're going to Pilates and, you know, going for walks and all of that. But my question is always, and where do you go into the void? Where do you sit in the stillness? Where do you sit in the emptiness? And of course, you know, um, people that are trying to meditate, and, and I think the intention is really there. They want to slow down. They want to quiet the mind. They want to let go, let God, you know, all those great sayings that are out there. But yet, you know, there's this difficulty. And, you know, my, for myself anyway, and the miracles that have shown up in my life, and that's why I'm really happy to be doing the show with you, I had to get out of my own way. You know, and I mean, virtually, there were days I'd say, you know what? I'm going for a walk. You guys figure it out. Maybe around five o'clock this afternoon, if you can give me a little hint, that would be great. And I really tried to, uh, I was living in Sedona at the time, which of course is a great place to do that. And I'd, I'd walk down to the creek or I'd go out on the red rocks or something, or I'd do something different. I changed my routine to allow myself to go into that void space of not having this continual conversation with my brain and over-processing and overthinking and blah, 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 you know, all that good stuff. So I'd go from the doingness to the void space of the beingness. When you, when in your book, when you encourage that, which I think is fabulous, by the way, do you give people different ideas on how they can do that? Yes. For example, in the power of miracle thinking, following each story, and they're all short stories, there are three miracle thinking tips, which are insights or action steps that help people um, to create more miracles and to slow down. And I'd like to give listeners um, a question, and this is a question for everyone to answer that will absolutely help you get to where you want to be or need to be. And this question comes from Deborah New, who's a very dear friend of mine, I actually wrote about this in Crappy Too Happy also. And the question she asked me one time was, what's the most loving thing you can do for yourself right now? And I started living by the answer to that question. And I asked myself that question many times a day. What's the most loving thing I can do for me right now? What's the most loving thing I can do for me right now? Mm -hmm. And I really, really paid attention Now, I was asking myself this question some years ago when I was going through an experience that I would call the dark night of the soul. And many people understand that term. And my joke about it is, why do they call it the dark night of the soul when it's never one night, is it? No, (laughs) it's a dark year and a half of the soul. But during that time period, I sat with that question. 
what's the most loving thing I can do for me right now? And I would like take a walk, as you suggested. You know, that was one of the things that uplifted you. Sometime, one, I remember one time I heard cry, do the dishes, you know, different mm-hmm. things. And then one day I heard sit, do nothing. And as I kept asking myself that question, that's the only reply I heard. What's the most loving thing I can do for me right Randy, now? Randy, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I want you to sit with that for a moment. We've got to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Okay. So hold that thought. <laughs> be right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul-balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today 
www.soulbalancing.world. Okie dokie, here we go again, talking about miracles, and we're speaking with author. We're really going to encourage you to check out her books on Amazon.com. Right now, the book that we're talking about is Harness the Power of Miracle Thinking, and, you know, really trying to give all of you that are listening tools so that you can open that doorway to the divine or whatever you'd like to call it and receive those blessings that you really are entitled to. So you can say, yay, it's a miracle! So before we went to break, we were talking about what is the most loving thing I can do today? So this is sort of one of the stepping stones to get you to that place. So can you add on to that? Yes. So the the actual question is, what's the most loving thing I can do for me right now? Let's bring it right into the second that we're in. Because I would ask myself that question many times a day. And as I heard, sit, do nothing, that's what I started to do. And eventually stories started bubbling up inside of me. And I decided to just start writing those stories. And within a month, I had 100 pages. And I thought, I think I have a book. But if I have a book, what book is this? And eventually it became my book, Crappy to Happy, which led to a, a brilliant career, actually, in, in, in helping people get book deals with top agents and publishers. Yeah, I know. And and it was all stemmed from just asking myself the question, what's the most loving thing that I can do for me right now? You know, before we go any further, I know a lot of people are definitely going to want to find your books and other information. Where should they go as far as your website? How would they get in touch with you? For the power of miracle thinking, just go to miraclethinking.com. That's just very easy. Okay, and because you've talked so much about it, and and all of us who've seen Eat, Pray, Love and fell in love with it, Crabby to Happy, we're going to find that where? On Amazon.com? Both books are on Amazon under Miracle Thinking, or excuse me, The Power of Miracle Thinking and Crappy to Happy is also on Amazon. And Crappy to Happy also has its own website at crappytohappy.com. So was Crappy to Happy your miracle moment? And did you have your Ruth IRA operational <laughs> at the time? <laughs> no, not in, not in Crappy to Happy. <laughs> I mean, as far as applying it in your own life without being maybe being cognitively aware that you were really doing. Insistence, resistance, allow. Obviously, you allowed a lot to happen in that book, which really <laughs> launched you into the stratosphere on a whole new level, right? It absolutely did. You know, absolutely did. You opened up the door to a lot of people's hearts and minds, uh, you know, as the movie itself did as well. But, you know, I really have to say bravo to you because talk about women and men, I think, really embracing their lives in a different way. It was extremely instrumental in this divine feminine Aquarian age that we're in. So the miracle equation where do your where does the emotional self that feeling state of consciousness how does that jump in i mean you obviously paid attention you know what is the most loving thing that i can do for myself right now which means i'm not going to wait five hours from now i'm going to do it right now the immediate moment emotionally in terms of your book and you know all the people that you interviewed what's the emotional self really doing here well, you know how they say, you know, when you lighten up, good things happen? That's true. Yeah. So in order for miracles to occur, they can't come from a place of victim energy. It's just not mm. going to happen. It doesn't happen from pleading. It has to be from an uplifted kind of place. Because otherwise, there's too much charge on it. There's too much resistance. You know, I, I, I believe everything is energy. That makes it really simplistic on some level. But I do believe that, you know, that we are this this being of energy. And there's this whole field of energy outside of us, you know, that I call the oversoul. And you've got the, you know, it's either going to be rocking and rolling or it's going to be dead as a doornail <laughs> on some <laughs> level. And so I, you're feed, emotionally, we're feeding it all the time, are we not? Um, I would say certainly so. Uh, There's a little story I'd like to share with you, and I call this the hiccup of hesitation. I love it. 
Go for yeah, it. So this, this is something I discovered about 17 years ago when I started going to New York to Book Expo America, which is the feeding frenzy for the publishing industry. I know. And I was looking for I was looking for a publisher for my own book. And then, you know, over the years, I started getting other publishers for people for other, you know, for new clients, and which is something I still do. But 17 years ago, when I first went to this event, this Book Expo America, and there were 40,000 people there, mm-hmm. and everybody was speaking as fast as New Yorkers speak and walking as fast as New Yorkers walk. Yeah. And it was a very intimidating, deer-in-the-headlights kind of experience. So I knew I had a goal, which was to get my first book, Crappy to Happy, published. But I also had a lot of fear, and I felt intimidated. This was a completely new environment to me at that time. Now, I was with a very dear friend of mine who had accompanied me, and she is a national publicist. Her name is Jill Lublin. And there we are on the show floor with 40,000 people. And Jill says, CNN. And she goes running after CNN. And I went, CNN. And I realized I had that little hiccup of hesitation before I joined her. Uh Realized that, you know, the next she saw USA Today, and she was right after them. There was not one inch, not even the tiniest little mm-hmm. millimeter of hesitation on her part. And again, I had that pickup of hesitation. So I decided to try an experiment. And what I did was, when the next big media player I saw, which happened to be Ladies Home Journal, I physically modeled Jill's response. So there was okay. absolutely no hesitation. Ladies Home Journal. And I went right after them. <laughs> I learned to physically model going after what I want. And this is a really, really powerful thing to realize no matter what circumstance anyone you are in in your life to see if you are willing to step forward with no resistance. Go, go. So that's part of the formula. So I heard you say that, you know, you modeled Jill. So yeah. obviously she was a good mentor for you on some level. Do you, and, and I do feel, you know, I think it's important for people to know that they're not alone. This is one of the reasons why after nine years, I'm still doing this radio show. I don't want people to ever think that they're, out there alone and this is why we bring what i call the wisdom keepers of our time on this show because you know it's very important we can get lost in this world and we do think we have to do it all ourselves you know it's kind of goes back to superwoman syndrome that we all experience at some level and so is it important to emulate someone else's behavior so that you move through or beyond your resistance is it important to have a mentor to guide you? What are your thoughts on that? I love having mentors. And I've had mentors in the business world. I've had spiritual mentors. I work with a phenomenal healer right now named Brandy Gilmore. I mean, I just, there's always people who are further along in their understanding. And I just love having mentors. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. How do you know if you've got the right mentor? Because you feel really great and excited. Yeah, I think they they probably add to the spark that's already in there. Maybe the spark becomes a bonfire, right? I, really, yeah. seriously. I mean, I, I really feel that there are angels on the earth without sounding too woo and religious. But I do believe that there are angels on the earth. And they do come in the form of people. And we just need to you know, pay attention. So we're in that resistance modality and we allow, you know, I think it's really hard for when someone says, well, let me do this for you. I think the natural reaction, a lot of people is like, no, I can do it myself. We've got to get out of that. So, you know, that's that intense energy in your book. Do you talk about, um, how to lighten up? Cause man, I think you talk about the dark night of the soul, I think we need major flashlights coming from the third eye these days. So how can you give an, <laughs> can you give an example of uh, how people should like, for those of you that are listening, if you feel life is a little too dark and heavy for you, Randy's going to tell you how she, how you can lighten up literally. Okay. I, I'm going to give you a, a physical activity to do for one minute. Perfect. And what you do is you stand and you time yourself. And you keep your toes on the floor and you just kind of bounce your heels off the ground just a tiny bit. 
And as you're bouncing for one whole minute, you're going to say, joy, 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 joy. And this is just like a simple little practice to do that can start to help you to lighten up. And so you're doing this without any shoes on? Shoes, not shoes, whatever you're comfortable with. It doesn't matter. I call it the joy bounce. It is the joy bounce. Yes. And then there's a question that you can ask yourself. I love questions of inquiry. And this is a question years ago that I heard from uh, one facilitator of consciousness named Gary Douglas. Mm -hmm. And it's a fill-in-the-blank question in which you can ask yourself, what does it take for me to, and then you fill in the blank. So the blank could be, what, what does it take for me to lighten up, for example? Or what does it take for me to heal X, Y, Z? And then allow the universe to fill in the answer in its own time. You know, and you're talking about, been, I like that one. And you're talking, you know, I just want to add a little bit to this. I've sort of spoken about this on the show before, the whole concept of the repetitive joy, 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 joy. Actually, science has proven that the brain needs to hear something 21 times before it believes that it's true. And this is why a lot of people, I know for myself with my clients, I'm giving them uh, mantras, manifestation tools, that kind of thing. And in the beginning, it's kind of weird. You know, it feels uncomfortable. But for those of you that are listening, that's a real, real, real simple tool that Randy's just given you. And obviously, we want the word to be a positive word that you're you know, bouncing up and down, but try the joy bounce and see what happens. And, you know, so in a minute, you could probably say it about 21 times. I like that. So do you think that there's a a biochemical reaction in the body and the brain that actually says, hey, you know what, I get to be more joyful? (laughs) Well, I'm sure there is when we, you know, think about endorphins and things like that. But that would not be my area of expertise yeah. to, to be talking about science. <laughs> no, I know. I'm always, I'm always interested in that quantum field of energy and the reality on the earth. So um, before we go to break, I do you think that people have unrealistic dreams of what they want their miracle to be? I think it's good to dream big. I really do. But I also feel that there needs to be a little bit of realism in it along with the miracle. What, what do you feel about that? Well, there's a wonderful Oprah quote in which she asked herself, she actually asked God, what is your dream for me and will you allow me to live in that dream? So I, I told, wholly support people in whatever their dream is by asking something larger. What is your dream for me and will you allow me to live in that dream? Ah, It sort of goes back to, I know I'm going to sound real religious here, Randy, you know, thy will be done on some level. Because I, I know for myself, I have this thing that I do. It's it's a process I've used for, I don't know, 32 years. The beginning of the week, usually on a Sunday, when I'm kind of getting my week organized in my head, I'll, I'll come into my office, I'll take my right arm, I'll shoot it up as if I'm going right through the ceiling. And my hand is open. And I'll say, okay, I in, it is my intent that I'm in service to you at all times. I need you to be in service to me because we're in partnership here. And in my moment, I'm doing in your moment thing, uh, this is my request. Yank it down. I literally pull it down. And then I stick it up there again and I say, however, that being said, if you have a better idea, go for it. So we're going to be right back with Randy Pizer. Mm-hmm. Love it. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. We're in the last segment of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We do encourage you to take a look at our show hosts and all the offerings they have. And if you're interested in any of the work that I've been doing for the last 32 years as an author, as a facilitator of retreats, as a spiritual counselor, you can find me at Johanna Carroll, that's C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. So, Randy, what's new? What are you doing right now? I mean, you, you're a busy woman. You are a very busy woman in service to lots of miracles for lots of people. Tell us a little bit about um, the editing, ghostwriting, pitching books to talk literary agents that you're doing. Um, you're doing uh, coaching and on that as well, are you not? Everything related to books, pretty much all, anything related to content and getting that book pitched and sold to a literary agent or publisher. That's my piece of the publishing pie, and it's something I'm totally passionate about. I, I love to get are. people book deals. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And so, again, if people want to find you, can you remind them what website they need to go to? 
Um, for book-related things, my company is authoronestop.com. And that's like- all letters, no numbers. Authoronestop.com. Okay, great. And what's new in your world? What's the latest and greatest that you're focusing on right now? Um, I sold a book in May in Chicago, right on the show floor of the Book Expo. It was in Chicago this past year. And the publisher bought it right on the show floor. There are now publishers from 19 other countries considering the book and three Hollywood movie producers. And that's a memoir. It will be coming out in late 2017. I'm very excited about this project. I think it's going to touch many, many lives. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, Yeah. I've also had clients this past year in Oprah Magazine and on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. If I work with people in all genres and my company edits books and I pitch them. So after they come out through publishers, all these wonderful things happen, like the Wall Street Journal bestseller list and um, Oprah Magazine. That's quite a coup for you. Yeah, I mean, I I guess a lot of people would say, that's a miracle. I've had so many people say to me, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to be on Oprah. And I'm going to write a book and I'm going to be on the New York Sellers, you know, best book, book of the month. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's great. What's the game plan? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the person, you know, I tell people there's a book you want to write and the book a publisher will buy. Are they the same book? And so I really encourage people to do a consultation with me for starters just so we can assess is, is, is the book you're writing or the book you want to write or may want to write, mm-hmm. is it the book that a publisher will buy? So, you know, that's a good place to start. But I work with anybody wherever they are in that publishing process. Well, that's wonderful that you have the consulting to give people a lot more clarity so they can apply your, your Ruth Ira <laughs> philosophy there. Yes. You know, in your own life, are you continuing to apply that formula? And, I mean, you just told us about another great accomplishment and a miracle, I'm sure, for the author of that book. What's the one miracle that you created for yourself that you would say is at the top of the list? Well, you know, it's really interesting. I want to address something else before I answer that. And that is, I ask for divine right alignments. Mm -hmm. So when somebody calls me on the phone about their book, I've already asked for people who are divine right alignments for me, people for whom I can create phenomenal results. So that's my intention. It's my come from place. So when I'm looking for their publisher, I ask for their divine right publisher, their divine right literary agent. I want everything in divine right alignment. And that's why I believe that I'm able to create so many successes for lots and lots of people. And to me, that's very, very exciting. Well, I mean, I feel so, that it probably, you're definitely living your mission of service on, on a much grander level, wouldn't you think? Yes. And my, and it's, it's expanding because we're all beings who desire, I believe we desire growth and expansion. Um, and I was recently led, I should say, I just kind of got this spirit download recently to buy a URL, which I want to develop, and it's called womenwholeadtheway.com. Mm, oh, my gosh, that's fine. It, it's really in concept stage right now, but right now I'm thinking of both a, a publishing company and speakers bureau. That's kind of where my mind is right now because I really want to help more women have paid speaking engagements and really make the impact that they came here to this planet to make. And this can be for accomplished women, and it can mm-hmm. be from, for women who have the dream, and they're just about to emerge into it. I want to support women's voices. I also think that, I don't know if you and I are around the same age, but I know that I feel that we do, as the wisdom keepers of our times, we have a responsibility to illuminate that path that we started on that was pretty dark in the beginning, you know, and open it up to be a super highway of light. So there's a lot more room, you know, it's, it's our job, not just to lead the way, but it's, uh, Oh, my, my computer's talking to me. Um, it's our job, not just to illuminate, but 
to really guide these people when they need it to the next part of their journey and their destination. So how would you say people can increase the number of miracles in their lives? I mean, you, you, you yourself are a living proof of that. You create a lot of miracles for other people. So obviously your formula is working very, very well. <laughs> yes. So, you know, for those of you that are listening, remember the one thing that I wrote down that I think is great. What is the most loving thing that I can do right now, right in this moment? So the most loving thing that I can do right now in this moment for all of you that are listening is to have Randy give you some information on how you can increase the number of miracles in your lives. What would you say to that? So the first thing I would say is, what are you Googling in your mind? really there's always some thoughts going on and what is especially attached to the words the end of the sentence I'm or I am Mm -hmm. so for example years ago I found myself repetitively googling in my mind I'm disappointed well guess what I kept attracting of course (laughs) more opportunities for disappointment yeah hey the universe really supplied you with that they did (laughs) so you know we're always googling something so if there is a negative and it, it becomes your, like, another one of mine from years ago was, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. Well, guess what I kept creating? More and more opportunities to increase the amount of stress in my life. Aren't I a wonderful manifester? <laughs> so in order to counteract these kinds of negative thoughts wherever your negative I am statement goes, I really wanted to be true to myself. And I'm not one of those fake it till you make it kind of people. So some people say, you know, fake it to make it, and maybe that works. But I couldn't say I'm happy when I was truly disappointed. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be true to myself and say something that was true, but that would be positive. And the only thing I could say was, I am. And that led me to grow. That was one of my steps to greater happiness, was to stop claiming disappointment or stress and just say, I am. And that was a step headed in the right direction. Definitely now, a, a new yeah. step to wholeness at a whole new level, right? Yes, yes. Now, another thing that I, I, I love to share this one is don't look for the naysayers. Look for the yay-sayers in your life. So a lot of times people have dreams or, or they, they want to do something and they share it with someone who they think will be supportive of them, but that person... In, in trying to, quote-unquote, protect them, it discourages them from pursuing that particular dream or action. And so that's not the person to be sharing a dream with as soon as that comes across like that. I think you the environment... The yeah, you know, I'll give you my own story really quickly. I was born, raised New England, you know, Connecticut, been there forever, went through divorce, decided to get out of Dodge on some level. And then I, you know, came to California because I had this amazing epiphany moment, et cetera. And I felt, this is just my own experience. I'm not criticizing uh, anything in that particular state other than my own experience. But people would say, oh, that'll never work. And yet when I came to California, where I am now, and I have been for what, 32 years, people would say that could work. So I just, for the, the polarity there of me of having the door slammed in my face of, you know, that's ridiculous and absurd to um, the possibilities was a wonderful thing. So for those of you that are listening, you know, look for the spark, look for the possibility, look for someone that's going to support your miracle. So Randy Pizer, we want to thank you so much for being with us today. It's been a pleasure. And uh, carry on. Carry on with those miracles. We're going to have to have you back again and go into this. So those of you that are listening, it's Randy Pizer. That's P-E-Y-S-E-R. You can you know where to find her. If you've got a book in there somewhere that is your miracle maker, please make sure you check out all of her work. So thank you again. And for those of you that are listening, once again, you're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network. For myself, I've been a spiritual counselor for, mm, I guess it's around 32 years right now, author of four books. My latest book is called The Lost Art of Loving. I actually wrote this book after I had an experience with two emergency heart surgeries, and it really made me take a look at love 
emotions and relationships. So we want to thank you so much for checking out all of my work and the Exxon Broadcast Network, sending your heart a big hug, and we hope to see you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>